do today is to finish uh, Sif Aleph in, uh, in Simon Kofei. We started Simon Kofei yesterday, of course, and we were discussing the dinam of Kavush. So we, uh, we, we discussed what the source is, Daraisa Drabana, Nafkamina Bat Safek, the potential exceptions to when Safek Kavush uh, is Asr, when, when it might in fact be Mutter, even on uh, Tarovis, where it's a Dindar Raisa. And then we started getting into some of the details, some of the details, some of the halachos of, uh, of Kavush. So, uh, so we, uh, we spoke about um, how long something needs to be Kavush for in order to, uh, to create that sense of transference of time. And now what I want to talk about is the other details. What kind of liquid does it need to be in in order for it to be Kavush? Is it any liquid that would be Kavush? What about uh, when it comes to kalim, you put uh, you put something in a Tupperware in the refrigerator, and then uh, you leave it there for for a couple of days. Uh, so is that Tupperware now dairy? If the item you put in it was dairy or meat, if the item you put in it was meat, we assume that blios transfer into kalim with kavisha, and also mikdasal kavush. Those are going to be the three uh, the three topics. So let's start with what kind of liquid would affect uh, kavush. The rush points out. That the Gemara, that, uh, that is the source for the concept of the Kavish Kavushal Daraisa, is, uh, also indicates to us that you don't need any sort of very uh, potent or pungent or strong liquid to create a sense of Kavush. Because the Gemara says that uh, when it talks about Basar B'chalav, that the Chiddush of Basar B'chalav is that if you soak Basar in Chalav all day, it will not, be, uh, it will not affect the transfer of Tan. So, uh, so Kavachomer. Uh, so you would think that, uh, that and, and yet, you turn on the fire for five minutes, and that creates a sense of Basu Bechol Midaraisa. But the, so the Rosh points out that the Gemara seems to assume that even milk can accomplish Kavush. So even non-Dvarim Kharifim can accomplish Kavush. And that's really the third Chiddush that we learn from that Gemara. Right? Three Chiddush that emerge from that Gemara. Number one, that Kavush Kavushal is Daraisa. Number two, that it takes 24 hours, because the Gemara says Kula Yoma, and we'll assume that Kula Yoma does not mean 12 hours, but it means, right, not like the, uh, the Prima Gadim in the name of the Riva, but, uh, but like the Rov Rishonim, that it means 24 hours. And number three, that it works for all liquids, that even the most benign of all liquids, there's nothing less uh, flavorful and sharp and, uh, you know, charif than milk. And so the most benign of all liquids will nevertheless affect the sense of Kavush. So, Yosef, so that's the, the rush. Beis Yosef Robert quotes that the Mordechai uh, quotes a, a, a rush that ki amrin kavush erikumvushal hani mili the kavush bechometz vitzir kidebirus Rashi that uh, that Rashi writes that kavush kumvushal is only in chometz and sir. The Beis Yosef then quotes a chuvas harashba masha matzah to call shein lo kiyuha kodemaliach shein ablo min adam comes a pasuk. Shubhas Rashba responding to a questioner who suggested that Kavish could only happen by a Dabr Kharif. He says, of course, of course Kavish only happens with something like Chometz and Melech and Melech and Dvarm Kharifim. So it, 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 it's interesting though that whenever the Gemara discusses Kavush, you know, Erev Tavshilin, Maror that's Mavushal, that's Kavush, the Gemara always uses Tzir or Chometz. It's not clear 
what Rashi is going to do about the Gemara in uh, Psachim and Chulin about uh, about Basim right? Meaning that the Chiddush of Basim is that normally you would assume that meat soaked in milk, uh, you would normally assume does create a sense of Kavosh. So if you're going to say that it's limited only to Dvarim Kharifim, so it's not so clear uh, what you're going to do with that, with that Gemara. It could be, it seems that Rashi holds that Kavosh only applies to sharp liquids, not to milk. However, the Beis Yosef says, that, uh, that it seems that, uh, that, that the rush is, uh, is the, most, uh, the most correct. Now, if you actually use tzir, if you actually use something very pungent to create a sense of kavush, the rush says that the shear is no longer going to be 24 hours. And this was pointed out by the Achronim, that it's not so binary that uh, either have Kavush with all liquids or Kavush with, uh, with only Tzir or Chometz. No, it could be that there's a sense of Kavush by both uh, regular uh, plain liquids as well as by Dvarim Kharifim, but the shear of Kavush changes based on what they are. This is pointed out already on the bottom of the tour. I think in the Drisha points this out, and it's pointed by all the Nosei Kevin, that when it comes to Kavush in regular liquids, that's where you need 24 hours for the time to transfer. But if you're going to talk about Seer, you're going to talk about Chometz, you're going to talk about things that are Dvarim Kharifim, so that's what the Rush writes, Shi'uro have ki'ilu nasno ala ur, how, what's the shear of Kavosh? However much time it takes to put something on a fire and, uh, and it, for it to begin to cook, So if instead of putting on a fire in water, you instead put it in pickle juice and uh, leave it there for the amount of time that it would take to cook and, uh, on a fire, uh, you instead put it in pickle juice, just leave it there, that's the shear Kavosh. But anything less than that is only going to ask for a Kadei Klippa. So the Rashba holds that whenever there is Kavush, it's always Nespashe uh, Pekulo. Actually, we'll get back to that in a moment. So the Rush apparently holds that there are different tracks of Kavush. And again, this is explicit in the Nosei Kelim. That if, you use, if you're using sharp liquids, it happens quickly. If you use more benign liquids, it takes 24 hours. What exactly is that shear, though? It's a funny shear to give. Kedei sheyitin al the amount of time that it would take to, bo- to boil in a pot. Uh, how long does it take to boil a pot of water? Well, obviously, I didn't give it. you enough information. It depends if you watch it, right? That's a very important... Right, so... <laughs> so uh, but, but uh, you know, right, obviously, you don't have enough information. How big is the pot? How cold did the water start out as? How big is the fire? Right, so it's a very strange shear to give, that the amount of time it would take for it to, uh, to boil. So that's a subject... Uh, the exact shear for that is subject to dispute, and uh, it has to be a standard shear, right? Because it, it can't be that if you put it in a giant part... A, a giant of pickle juice that it's going to be considered kavush more quickly than if, or more slowly than if you put it in a smaller pot of pickle juice because uh, a giant pot of pickle juice would take longer to boil up than a smaller pot of pickle right it doesn't make sense meaning the 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 the, the pickle is still surrounded by the same uh, by the same juices whether it's a giant uh, a jar you know like the, that you get in Costco or whether it's just a regular grocery shelf jar of, uh, of pickle juice so they all the posts can try to give an, an exact shear Dr. Chuva quotes a Pharisee Israel um, in the Sechus Psachim, 
as well as in Shumas, that it's 18 minutes. Right, whenever you're in doubt in Judaism, what the shear is, uh, eighteen minutes is always a good uh, good number to go with. So it's uh, it's 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 eighteen minutes. So Mikveig is not sure whether it's measured by how quickly water cooks or if each food is measured based on its own mitzvahs. In Shuvas Marsham, he says six minutes. So you have these different uh, possibilities. Now there is a third level of seer for less than a shear kadei bishul. Meaning, what if you put something in seer and you don't leave it for the six minutes, eighteen minutes, or whatever it may be? So that requires a kate klipa similar to Maliach Kroseach. That's explicit in the Rosh. That would still require a kate klipa. But that, that category is really irrelevant because we're anyway machmir that it's mefapea bekulo. Remember, we're not bekim and what's a dabr shamein, so we assume that everything's mefapea bekulo anyway. So you're never going to have some that's really kate klipa because everything is a fatty food. Now, if you look in Shulchan Aruch over here, Shulchan Aruch says, Kavish Petzir of Bechomet Sarekum Vashol, Afim Lo Shasham Ela. And the Shach explains that he's paskening like the rush, that seer is different than other liquids. And the Mechaber, even though the rush didn't add chometz, the, the Mechaber adds chometz as the equivalent of tzir. It's an important detail, right? The Mechaber says, Kavosh Petzir O Bechometz. If I recall, the rush did not say tzir O Chometz. The rush only said tzir. The Mechaber says, okay, tzir is one type of uh, Davar Charev. And Chometz is going to be another type. So they're all going to be the same. They're all going to affect Kvisha in a shorter amount of time. The Shach on the side of the Shulchan says, wait a second, who said anything about Chometz? How could the Mechaber add Chometz? The Chiddush that Kavish happens in less than 24 hours is Dafka with Tzir and not with Chometz, which is really a sort of stick of Machlokas. Meaning it sounds like, okay, they're arguing about Chometz. They're not arguing about Chometz. They're arguing about every Dover Charif except for Tzir. Meaning, do we assume that seer is a heading of a category, or it's a lone exception? Right? If you assume like the rush, it's the only exception, it's the only thing that could generate kavosh in less than 24 hours. But if you assume like the mechaber, the mechaber is willing to expand the category. He's willing to assume that it's seer or chomet, probably oh something else, or something else, or something else. There may be many other things in that uh, category. If you look in Shire Arav, in, oh, we're at the Koronsburg Center right now, so Rabbi Koronsburg Sefer, in Shire, in Shire Arav, so uh, the, uh, in Simon Sadi Aleph, Rabbi Koronsburg writes, in the Rabbi Salvechik wrote, Rabbi Salvechik said, V'nei nagu l'zalif chomer kimim yuchad al basar shalonimlach, that apparently there is a practice, I don't know, I'm not that familiar with the industry, of uh, applying some sort of liquid chemical on unsalted meat, in order to, to preserve it, in order to keep the meat fresh for longer. And that liquid chemical uh, that's applied to the meat sits on the meat for 20 or 30 minutes before it dries up. And the shaila is, is that a problem of kavush called the maliach? that we learned about yesterday, now that it'll be kovish meat, before you salt the meat. So is that considered to be kavish? Well, if you hold, says Rosal Vechik, that uh, kavish can happen in six minutes, 18 minutes or whatever, uh, only with seer, but nothing else is going to accomplish that sense of kavish, so then you don't have anything to worry about, because this isn't seer, it's something else. But if you hold that seer, it could be that this, uh, this chemical that's applied is going, to be, is going to be a problem. So he says, According to the shock that it's only tzir, so then there's room to be makel over here. Isn't pickling only when you like, 
Right, it would seem like it's got to be sitting in a liquid. I don't know how this chemical works. If they soak it in the chemical and the chemical just dries up, or if they smear the chemical. I don't know. I'm not even sure what he's talking about. You would imagine it's got to sit in the liquid. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I would think if it's if it's uh, totally surrounded by the, you know, even though it's just. Uh, yeah. Second question: Why was the shear given? You know, just give the shear for how long it takes for the shear brine to. Because it's a sliding scale. What do you mean? Take it? Meaning, you ever go to a good kosher deli? Not kosher style, the real kosher. Deli. Meaning the, uh, the the pickles that they have on the table, they're the uh, green ones, and then the greener ones, and then the greenest ones, right? So that you know depends how long it's sitting in the tier. Also, the ingredients of the tier, you know, of the tier. But uh, you well, know. just giving the shear I don't know. They must have had some sort of misora about this. I don't think they're just making it up. Are we going to assume that vegetables are also different Ah, oh, okay. Good question. Good question. Um, right, because that was the one uh, exception, I guess. Um, okay. Now, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how many coverage questions come up other than the one about Caitlin. Right, meaning that you have a Tupperware in the refrigerator. So let's get to that one, since we have like five minutes left. So the issue of Kavosh and Kalim is a very, very common issue. You accidentally put away a Fleischig item in a clean Milchik container, and you left it in your fridge. Is your Fleischig item now treif? It was all cold, everything was cold, but it sat in the, uh, the Milchik Tupperware for uh, 24 hours. So, uh, or the milk spills in your fridge, and Fleischig pots are sitting right on the milk, and you don't know how long that milk has been... Uh, has been sitting there. It could have been for 24 hours that the inflation pot is sitting on the milk. Ooh, could have been or could not have been. That's a suffix coverage. Suffix coverage by Basra Chalav? We're making, right. So uh, this could be a problem um, even the Makum Suffolk, because even though we hold Suffolk coverage by Basra Chalav or Makil, Rabbi Kivenko points out, you definitely can't then cook it, because that would turn it into a Suffolk Daraisa. Meaning, if uh, the, the the milk penetrated the clee, and then you turn on a fire under that clee, so uh, so that that now is niskalgel to the suffik daraisa. Uh, so suffik kavush, you don't know if kavisha happened. So if it, uh, so you could be makil. I mean, since the whole thing is the rabbanan, the whole issue of kavush by basmachal to begin with is rabbanan. But once you turn on a fire, you turn it into a daraisa shaila. So now, if the kavosh happened, it becomes a daraisa. So that's what Rikki Vega points out. So if a fleshic pot sat on milk for maybe 24 hours, you can't turn on a fire under that pot, and that would potentially be the daraisa of Bishal Basel So there are two different halachos of kavosh kumvushal as we've, uh, we've outlined. I'm sorry, I'm not going to take questions now, just because I want to make sure we get this, uh, you know, this section done. W- one with seer that happens pretty quickly, like we said, another with more benign liquids that take 24 hours. So the Gedolei Achron discuss whether Kavosh Kamevushal applies to Kalim. Meaning something sits in a cleave for a long time. Do we assume that the bleos of the trefa pot are going to ruin the food? Right? You put something in a trefa pot. You put kosher food in a trefa pot. sits there for, for you know, uh, two days. So the Yisra Behatev says, yeah, Kavosh Kamevushal can ruin the food. Why not? Come along the Shach and the Taz. You say, but how does that make any sense? Kavosh Kamevushal, if you're talking about a benign liquid, takes 24 hours. By the time 24 hours comes and goes, it's already no same time of God. So, uh, granted, uh, and, and Rashi holds even less, right? Just by Lina's Lila, it's already uh, no same time of God. 
So by the time Kavish Kumavushal happened, it would already be no Saint So what's there to talk about? Kavish Kumavushal in a regular liquid when it comes to uh, Kalim. So Vyansen Ipschitz explains that Kavish Kumavushal is a process that happens gradually. It's not like a switch that you flip on and it goes from like off to on and there was nothing and now it's everything. So there's a time that already begins to transfer way before the 24 hours. It's just too kalush of a time to make an impact. The header of Nosin Tam Lufgam is only when the Tam begins to transfer after it already became Tam Pagum. So you're not going to have a header of Nosin Tam Lufgam if you have a tray for pot that, uh, that where, where you activate uh, Kavush within uh, you know, w- w- less than 24 hours after something was cooked in there, even though it's going to take more than 24 hours till the Kavush process is complete. So when Kavush happens, the first 23 hours and 59 minutes of, of, of Tam are the Shvach, so that's going to be Aser. That's going to be enough to create, to create an Iser. And if, obviously if you're talking about sharp liquids like Tzirah Chometz, it would be a much bigger problem even according to the Shach and the Taz. Right? You're not going to have that, uh, that Heter. It, we're not in the other direction, meaning we're talking about in a tray for kli, so you want to know whether the kli affects the food, or you put your chicken in, uh, or your meat in a uh, milchig uh, Tupperware, and now you want to know, can you eat that meat? What if that's not your curiosity, whether you can eat that meat? You want to know if the Tupperware is straight. You want to know if Kavush affects the kalim in the other direction. So uh, the postkim all talk about the Nosei Kalim in the, on the bottom and the back of the Shulchanach talk about this. Prima Gadim, back in Sim Pei Sifkat Nalev says, absolutely, absolutely, it, it affects it. And your container becomes milchit. So you should label all your Tupperwares because they've probably all had something liquidy sitting in them for a while. If it's a Dabar Yavesh, it's not going to create Kavush, but something liquidy sitting in them for a while, and that's going to be enough to create a sense of Kavush. And if you were to take a, uh, a pot and add something sitting in it, uh, and, you know, uh, milch sitting in it for 24 hours, and then you subsequently cook meat in, in, in that pot, it's also by now. It's basma chalav midaraisa, for sure. The Shari Tshuva, in Yilchus Pesach, in Simen Tafmem Zayin, Sivkat Tazayin, which is referred to by the Pesach Tshuva here in Sivkat Nalif, says the same like the Prima Gadin, that it absolutely will affect the pot. However, However, just to know, even though it does seem that we pask in that way, if you look in the Chavaz Das, in the, uh, in the back of the Shulchan Aruch, Chavaz Das seems to be Mekel. He has a discussion in the Ospeis and uh, in the Biurim, right? no shortcuts. So he has a discussion and he says, uh, Scotchel is recommended taking the shortcut if you can, but uh, no shortcuts. Well, the Indian Halacha, he says, Nira diyesh lahakel vim amad chalav bekli me'es le'es, that uh, he thinks that if uh, food is nichbash in a kli, it does not impact the kli. Certainly in a bedieved uh, situation. So something to have in your back pocket in case you ever you ever are asked the shaila of kavush, because that's where the shailas of kavush come up. So again, Mekra didn't seem that we do paskin, you should be choshish for this, but there is sad lahakel. So if you have sveikos about the kavush, you have the chavistas to be mitzarif to whatever suffix you might have. Now, last thing is mitzasso kavush. Dark emotion, O Salif writes, the name of Isavahatr, the Khatifa Shinoflum Miktsasal Khalaf, 
Whatever's in the chalav is asr, whatever's outside the chalav is mutter, because the chalav is not mefapeh lemala bitsonin. It's not going to be mefapeh bekulo when it's only bitsonin. Vagos shon b'shem maharish tekula asr, that others disagree and hold that the whole thing is asr, because kavosh kimavushal, kimavushal mamish, and therefore it's, 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 it's nispashet to the entire chaticha. In the Ram- so in, in Darki Moshe, he just puts two opinions and gives equal, equal uh, uh, billing to both opinions. In, in the Ramah, the Ramah on the Shulchan Aruch, he does not give the two opinions equal weight. Right? He quotes uh, the, the Deya that's Machmir as the Stam, and then he quotes the Yisrael which was the first day he quoted in Darki Moshe as Yesh Mekili. So in the Ramah, it sounds like he's paskening Lahachmir, and just, oh yeah, by the way, Yesh Mekilin. So the Shach points out that that's not the implication of the Ramah in Torah Shatas. In Torah Shatas, the Ramah goes in the other direction. So essentially, the Ramah wrote three Svarim, and he brings us in three different directions in the three Svarim. Right? In the Dark Emosha, I don't know, here are the Shitos, right? He gives you both possibilities. In the Ramah and the Shulchan Aruch, in the Mapa and the Shulchan Aruch, he, uh, he quotes uh, the, the, the Machmir as the Iker. And in Torah Shatas, he quotes the Mekel as the Iker. So the Shach says this is somewhat uh, confusing. Now, it all may be moot, because if the item is a Dabr Shaman, we assume it's Mufapeh Bukulo, and we're normally Machmir to treat almost everything as a Dabr Shaman, so that would mean all the parts, even that which sticks out as Asr. But uh, the Shach uh, raises four problems with the Ramah. The Shach says, first of all, the Ramah should not have even brought the sheet of its Mekil, meaning considering that everything is Dabr Shaman, uh, so it's never operative. Uh, so he should not have even mentioned the Yesh Mekilin, considering that we know from the possible Chalav that everything is Dabr Shameh, everything is Mufapeya, so you're never going to be able to rely on the Mekilin because we assume everything is Dabr Shameh. Second, the Ramah and Torah Shata certainly should not have passed in the Kula, meaning if we're going to ask Akasha on the Ramah and the Mapa, how could he even bring the Mekilin? Uh, we're certainly going to have Akasha in the Torah Shata where he passes like the Mekilin. So that's a problem. Third, in Simon Ayin, the Ramah writes, Basar Shnafel Atzir, Ma Shechutz Atzir Mutter. So very Paskins only the one day that it's Mutter. And finally, in the Yisrael Aruch, it's also not Mechalik between Chachush and Shamein, and yet he's Matir Ma Shechutz So what is going on with all that? And all that leads the Shach to conclude. The Shach writes, L'chein Nira De Afal Gav De Lo Mechalkino And Ben Chachush Le Shamein. He says, the whole chumrah that we have, that everything is in Dabr Shameh, does not apply to Kalash. Meaning, that's a chumrah, and it's a chumrah that's going to be with the more intense forms of transferring time, such as Tzli, Bishel, things of that nature. But when you're dealing with Kalash, which is a less inform, less intense form of transferring time, we're going to be more mekil, uh, and not naturally assume that everything is a Dabr Shaman, and that must be what was going through the Ramah's head, and that's why the Ramah uh, is giving at least equal billing in some places, full billing in other places, and a secondary you know, uh, billing in, in other places, to the idea that you could be Mekil, because it's not necessarily true that everything is a Dabr Shaman. So that concludes our discussion of on Monday, we'll move on to Sefei Sunday. I'm going to be at Shasafan. 
So uh, catch me on the video. But on, uh, on, on Monday, we'll move on to Klevish and Tashemi. I want to take the opportunity once again to thank Rabbi Liz for spending so much time with us and for sharing uh, his wisdom and the wisdom of his rebellion.